Hello? What's up, man? Who's this? Kanye the God. Who? Kanye West, nigga. What the fuck are you calling me about? Keep my name out your you mouth, crazy man. crazy bastard. You are Don't a slave, Michael Rapp. No, you, you are a slave. You, you are a slave, Michael Rapp. They're gonna lock you up, you fucking nut job. I'm not crazy. Good. I'm a genius, nigga. Great. You're fucking nuts. I'm a genius. And those two songs suck. I am your favorite rapper. Yeah. Fucking cuckoo's nest. That's all you got yeah. to say because you're right. arrogant and stupid, Michael Rappaport. Hey, don't fucking call here again. As long as you speak, as long as you speak on me, Michael Rappaport, okay. I'm gonna call you, right? man. Make me stop, man. <laughs> Folks, I'd like to sing a song about the American dream, about me, about you, about the way our American hearts beat way down in the bottom of our chests, about that special feeling we get in the cockles of our hearts, maybe below the cockles, maybe in the subcockle area, maybe in the liver, maybe in the kidneys, maybe even in the colon, we don't know. I'm just a regular Joe with a regular job. I'm your average white suburbanite slob. I like football and porno and books about war. I got an average house with a nice hardwood floor. My wife and my job, my kids and my car. My feet on my table and a Cuban cigar. Sometimes that just ain't enough to keep a man like me interested. Oh, no. No way. Uh-uh. No, I've got to go out and have fun at someone else's expense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I drive really slow in the ultra-fast lane while people behind me are going Summertime saying, How about this heat? I'm on a Styrofoam containers, and when I'm 
done sucking down those greaseball burgers, I'm gonna wipe my mouth with the American flag, and then I'm gonna toss the styrofoam containers right out the side, and there ain't a goddamn thing anybody can do about it. You know why? Because we got the bomb, that's why. Two words, nuclear fucking weapons, okay? Russia, Germany, Romania, they can have all the democracy they want, they can have a big democracy cakewalk right through the middle of Tiananmen Square, and it won't make a lick of difference because we got the bombs, okay? John Wayne's not dead, he's frozen, and as soon as we find a cure for cancer, we're gonna thaw out the Duke, and he's gonna be pretty pissed off. You know why? Have you ever taken a cold shower? We'll multiply that by 15 million times. That's how pissed off the Duke's gonna be. I'm gonna get the Duke, and John Cassavetes, and Lee Marvin, hey. and Sam Peckinpah, hey. and a case of whiskey, hey. and drive down to hey. Texas, hey. and you know, you really are an asshole. Why don't you just shut up and sing this song, pal? I'm an Just get along? No! No! This is a lot more interesting than anything Hollywood comes up with. You are about to enter the courtroom of... Who did not see that uppercut coming um, and, just, and just took him out. Because he did something that I, I was even, you know, shocked which was stand toe-to-toe -to -toe against a bigger puncher. He was able to do that for a, a, a good portion of this fight, and they felt that if he'd gotten through these rounds, he was going to do well in the second half of the fight. It was not to be. It was too much for him. All we had to do was follow the damn train, DJ. Hey, Mordecai. Oh, uh, what? Do you think I'm dumb? Yes. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I was just checking. There isn't... You have a right to an attorney. This lawyer has... You don't have a right to a specific attorney. This lawyer has made sexual advances on me. He told me if if I wanted him to do a good job, I had to let him give me oral sex. I, I have decided to move the venue of this trial to the city of Tom. Uh, of course, I am the city valley. This video... Hey, you. Listen to me. Go f yourself. I'm through here. Y'all done? I, I'm, I'm, I'm finding... I'm finding you in contempt of court. I don't care. I know you don't. And I sentenced you to 20 days for that. And, and if you say anything else, I'm gonna add 20 days for everything you say. F you. 40 days. F you again. 60. Go f yourself. A year. Your mama. 10 years. Suck my host is funny. You're so cute. Can we get a court order to get my suck, sir? You're so cute. I know all the inmates just love you to death. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. All the white butt boys love me to death, too. Okay, well, I I'll bet they do. And I bet all the rest of them do, too. You ain't supposed to smile in court. I'll bet everybody enjoys you ain't sucking your You ain't so grip Live from a podcast studio that fell off the back of a fucking truck. Don't worry about it. Everything's beautiful. I know a guy. Everything will be fine. It's the Uppercut to the Gut podcast. Hey, with a couple of guys at uh, your hosts. I, I, I can't really say their name because of a legally binding entanglement. Uh, 
you know, refer to our lawyers. Uh, all opinions expressed are not expressly those of the platform you're listening to, you sensitive ass mook motherfuckers. Hey, you might have been a mook, but he was my mook. And now, your hosts, <laughs> uh, these guys. <laughs> Don't quote me, okay? Uh, just these guys. Here we go. Welcome to the Uppercut to the Gut podcast. It's me, the infallible one, D-Dubs, finally joined with the infamous El Guapo. What's up, man? What's up, bro? What's happening? Finally glad to have you here joining with me. Remember that I tried to build you, now I ain't worried about shit. Remember that I tried to build you, now I ain't worried about shit. I found me a new thing, I'm not as 
today we're actually gonna we're gonna do something. We're we're gonna get to <laughs> wait and do this for a while. This is episode three, entitled "Stop Being Yourself." Uh, we're actually gonna skip the in the news segment. I'm gonna play a little bit for you. We're just gonna watch the shit, and uh, we're actually gonna cover that instead of an in the news bit today. Just because I, I was watching this episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, and I kind of felt like this just wrapped up and summed up all of the the sort of state of affairs. Just the shitty ribbing in the news. It's just absurd. And uh, he kind of covered that. So check this out, and uh, we're going to get into this in a second. And finally, new rule. You're not going to win the battle for the 21st century if you are a silly people. And Americans are a silly people. That's the classic phrase from Lawrence of Arabia when Lawrence tells his Bedouin allies that as long as they stay a bunch of squabbling tribes, they will remain a silly people. Well, we're the silly people now. Do you know who doesn't care that there's a stereotype of a Chinese man in a Dr. Seuss book? China. All 1.4 billion of them could give a crouching tiger flying fuck. Because they're not a silly people. If anything, they are as serious as a prison fight. Look, we all know China does bad stuff. They break promises about Hong Kong autonomy. They put Uyghurs in camps and punish dissent. And we don't want to be that. But it's got to be something between authoritarian government that tells everyone what to do and a representative government that can't do anything at all. In two generations, China has built 500 entire cities from scratch, moved the majority of their huge population from poverty to the middle class, and mostly cornered the market in 5G and pharmaceuticals. Oh, and they bought Africa. (laughs) Their new Silk Road initiative is the biggest infrastructure project in history, indebting not just that continent, but large parts of Asia, Europe, and the Middle East to the people who built their roads, bridges, and ports. If you want to go anywhere in the world these days, you better have a yen for travel. (laughs) Yen for travel. Oh, stop it. In China alone, they have 40,000 kilometers of high-speed rail. America has none. Our fastest train is the tram that goes around the zoo. California wanted to build high-speed rail connecting the entire state, but, alas, could not. We're six billion in the hole just trying to finish the track connecting the vital hubs of Bakersfield and Merced. (laughs) One small step for nobody, one giant leap if you're a raisin. On a national level, we've been having Infrastructure Week every week since 2009. But we never do anything. Half the country is having a never-ending woke competition deciding whether Mr. Potato Head has a dick. (laughs) And the other half believes we have to stop the lizard people because they're eating babies. We are a silly people. Even when we all agree on something, like getting rid of the penny. No. The inertia, the ass-covering, the graft, the lawyers, the cowardice. Nothing ever moves in this impacted colon of a country. 
We see a problem and we ignore it, lie about it, fight about it, endlessly litigate it, sunset clause it, kick it down the road, and then write a bill where a half-assed solution doesn't kick in for 10 years. China, see <laughs> China sees a problem and they fix it. They build a dam. We debate what to rename it. <laughs> That's why their airports look like this and ours look like this. In San Francisco, it took 10 years just to get two bus lines through environmental review. The Big Dig, a tunnel in Boston, took 16 years. And don't get me started on my solar hookup. <laughs> China once put up a 57-story skyscraper in 19 days. They demolished and rebuilt the San Yuan Bridge in Beijing in 43 hours. We binge watch, they binge build. When COVID hit Wuhan, the city built a quarantine center with 4,000 rooms in 10 days, and they barely had to use it because they quickly arrested the spread of the disease. They were back to throwing raves in swimming pools while we were stuck at home surfing the dark web for black market Charmin. <laughs> We're not losing to China. We lost. The returns just haven't all come in yet. They made robots that check a kid's temperature and got their asses back in school. Most of our kids are still pretending to take Zoom classes while they watch TikTok and their brain cells slowly commit ritual suicide. <laughs> As George Bush once said, is our children learning? There's a progressive trend now to sacrifice merit for equity. Colleges are chucking the SAT and ACT test, and in New York, Mayor de Blasio announced merit would no longer decide who gets into the schools for advanced learners, but rather a lottery system. You think China's doing that, letting political correctness get in the way of nurturing their best and brightest? You think Chinese colleges are offering courses in the philosophy of Star Trek, the sociology of Seinfeld, and surviving the coming zombie apocalypse. Those are real, and so is China, and they are eating our lunch. And believe me, in an hour, they'll, they'll be hungry again. <laughs> so that was a video, and uh, that was some shit. Uh, as we were watching them, this is, this is some depressing shit. There's a statistic that we just saw um, a couple days ago that 14% of Americans ran out of food a week ago. We were talking about that earlier uh, prior to this podcast, and I mean, that's a lot of people. Out of 300, almost 330 million people, 14% is not a small number. And we are doing a lot of squabbling. We're doing a lot of back and forth. Like, I'm, this is why I'm glad El Guapo's here, because we've seen what happens when, when people squabble over stupid fucking shit, when they squabble over dumb shit, when they make a big deal, mount, uh, molehills to mountains and assume that this development is somehow going to define them when it's not it's not and we're using these the these political memes and and shoving our ideas down people's throats like there's no fucking tomorrow whether it be the karen effect and it's not it doesn't seem to be getting us anywhere productive and for this very reason 
It's this kind of dumb shit. Just this stupid squabbling about petty shit that today, our episode, about to get into it. You need to stop fucking being yourself. That's 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 the problem though. Like how the how do you stop being yourself? Personally, I think sometimes it's just a matter of just shut the fuck up. Or at least think before you speak. I think, I think that you're right. There is a matter of intake first. Absolutely, yes. Stop being your fucking self first. Your first initial step is to, is to shut the fuck up. Absolutely right. We're so used to coming out of our mouths with our own fucking opinions and our own thoughts on everything. Everybody's quick to say some shit. I'm myself included. I'm, I'm not innocent of this. Just gotta shut the fuck up. Oh, I, I, and and I, I tend to be a reactionary too sometimes. And like, I'll, I'll say something, it'll be like, mm, yeah, you know, yeah, you know what, maybe I didn't, I wasn't as empathetic as I could have been. Sometimes it's just a matter of shut the fuck up. Sometimes it's just a matter of think before you fucking act. We do a lot of our best thinking, I find, in hindsight. It's after the shit has happened. It's after the fight. It's after the dispute. It's after Always. the show. It's after the, well, we watched the film. Yeah. I would have done this instead exactly. Instead of they did that. Or why didn't they just tell the other person? <sighs> it, it sucks, man, because I do the same thing. I sit back all the time and I review the situation. And I know where I could have triumphed if I could have just seen it. If I would have just shut the fuck up, maybe. Or, or, just, or just a little bit of personal restraint. Yes, exactly. A lot of personal yeah. fucking restraint. So, so, yeah, so, so here's us doing that. What, what I'm trying to figure out is we can sit here, we can say that. How is it that, so I mentioned earlier, 14% of Americans ran out of food last week. I mean, it's done. Their, their pantry is empty. And you know who those 14% are. You, you, know, you know it's not some motherfucker up in the hills that just ran out of nope. fucking money. It's not the people that are making 80K a year. Nope. It's not the people making even 60K a year. Nope. It's, it's, it's going to be some Those are your Jose's, those are your, your good preets. Those are your Manuels. Those are your those are your immigrants. The ones at the very bottom of the totem pole. The ones in the lowest tax bracket possible. Absolutely, and and well, that shit is going on. You've got this big, what side are you on? Debate. The what side are you on has been raging hard. It's been raging hard for so fucking long. That crowd, that what side are you? As we speak, so a, a Democratic bill just got passed. To go and finally get some fucking help. I don't know what these motherfuckers were doing for the whole last year. What the fuck were they doing for the... Oh, yeah. They were they were doing what Don Trump Jr. talks about all the time. Oh, we'll be back to make liberals cry. Look, that's not a fucking policy. Making some... Make, trying to stick it to the other side. That, that seems to be the big problem is... That's just a vendetta, man. It's vendetta, but here's the fucked up part is... There's so many people whose lives are at stake. And their well-being is at stake here. And we've got this mentality of... I have to stick it to the other side. I have to stick it. I have to shove this shit in their face. I gotta not only just flip the fucking bird... But I've, I gotta insert it in the starfish. I gotta put it in their fucking asshole. And in the middle of that debate, it's crazy. Democrats passed that bill to get $1,400 stimulus checks. Two people. What are people gonna do with this? They're gonna buy food, pay bills. Don't you fucking want that? But there was a debate. Why? Because it was the other side that was getting it done. And they had the chance they didn't do it. So now they have to read Dr. Seuss. We're arguing about fuck, just like fucking Bill Marson. We're arguing about Mr. Potato Head's penis. Ted Cruz is reading Dr. Seuss on the floor of the Senate. Josh Hawley's reading Dr. Seuss, taking shots at BLM. Uh, there was a comparison by Representative Tim Scott, African-American, referring to... <laughs> this motherfucker, of course, he's a Republican. 
Black Republicans. <laughs> Fucking refers to woke culture as the equivalent to white supremacy. When has woke culture racked up a fucking kill wow. count? Yeah. And all this fucking shit back and forth. What side are you on? The what side are you on crowd? You need to fucking stop being yourself. You need to fucking stop. Just stop everything you're doing. Take a breath. Get a drink. You smoke? Go for one. Come on back. Come on back and think things out. People's lives are literally at stake on that one. This one we've seen, entitlements, people behaving entitled. I'm talking about you, Karen, and you, Ken. Karens and Kens, where did this shit come from? <laughs> you just look frustrated. I am. I, I, feel like, I feel like you invited me here to really talk about more things than we can fucking really say. I can't even We can say whatever the fuck we want. But I can't even get started on, on on where to begin. Like our listeners, they don't really understand who you and I may be or I may be. They don't need to. They came across a mouthy bitch already. So all I all I can say is if I'm standing in line at a grocery store and you're in line at a grocery store and you look over and you notice that I don't have a mask on and you tell me or you say you make the statement of Excuse me, sir, you don't have a mask on. May I ask why? We know that they don't even ask like that, by the way, too. But, but if, if, for example, if they do ask, then I have to say that I'm exempt from wearing the mask. And, and at which Karen decides to take it upon herself to feel entitled, like get the fuck out of the store. Fuck you, you're a dirty one. You are an anti-masker. You are so on and so forth. Listen, Karen... Linda, you work here, Karen. Listen, Linda, <laughs> Linda, you can't, you can't. The curbside service was actually made for individuals who were too weak or too scared or whatever the case may be. I'm not too weak or scared. I just don't wear a mask because I would rather not black out and go and fucking murder somebody. <laughs> I don't know how else to really say it. There's a reason why a mask can't go on my face for more than a certain period of time. And I don't know what that period of time is, but I know that my blood level boils and I know that shit really gets drastic. And the fucking store setting is quiet. Usually it is. Ambient music. There's no yeah, usually it is. I thought this was a gift. If you could have told me at age 16 that I could walk into a liquor store with a bandana on my face, I would have been, been so happy. I been uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, usually it's like you got this, uh, take that hoodie off. You can't even wear hoodies exactly. and shades. Of, it, it, and, and it's weird. See, the thing is, like for me, I didn't care about the mask shit. Like I didn't think it was a big deal because, I, I mean, we had people on the second time around, our second lockdown and our first lockdown. The first lockdown really hit like seniors and shit but then the second lockdown got a lot more younger more able-bodied people I, I and we had an icu full of people the the mask deniers were yeah. lined up the second and second and a half time around mm -hmm. and now that the vaccines are out guess who else is now going to be up uh, lined up in the icu it's going to be the anti-vaxxers it's going to be the people that don't trust vaccine because they don't trust the government because there's some evil empire that's fucking trying to destroy their lives. Where I'm at is, I don't want to die in a bed drowning in my own lungs. So I opt to go and wear the mask, but I also opt to not go out. Which, exactly which hasn't, my choice. Yeah, which hasn't bothered me because I'm tired of you motherfuckers anyways. <laughs> 
I know. I don't want to see you fucking people. You know. I, I really think that that uh, <clears throat> that having the the, the restrictions and, and not being able to go do our normal things every day, bro, is um, for individuals like us. I think it's beneficial because it stops us from seeing stupidity and saying something to, uh, for example, a Karen. I've never been in a situation where somebody has ever put me in one of these, you know, when you look on YouTube or when you look on Where Snapchat screaming, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah they're screaming and, and shit. then never, the cops have to come and get... Uh, I, I haven't so much had these either. Maybe but it's because what, but, I'm an intimidating figure, though. I also noticed that. You notice that the people that are in these videos are usually... They they go up to pretty soft-spoken people. weird. Uh, weird and, right? and whenever we do have the Karen that goes and, like, calls the cops on a group of black people having a barbecue or walking into their own house... Or babysitting and shit. That was the recent one this last week. A Karen got wild. Uh, African-American babysitter babysitting some kids. Called the cops. Thought it was odd to look at. Felt it was a kidnapping in process. The thing is, is it, it's not... I mean, the mask is one thing. Because it's become politicized. For you, it, you you're, it almost sounds like you're dealing with some claustrophobia. Yeah. Like, you, you don't like the idea. You get a little uncomfortable when things are... And there are people like that. Sure, that makes sense. That's a legitimate beef. But you've got people who've made it a political thing, strictly a because one side, again, what side are you on? One side has told me to wear a mask. Fuck them. You're going after my freedom. You're going after my constitutional right to be a fucking motherfucker. That's where the Karen and Ken effect comes in. It's the Trader Joe's dude, the dude at Home Depot making a big fucking beef about it. Parking lot. Oh, fuck you! Like, no, driving. it's not enough! Park your car. Keep no! Driving. Like, what the hell? You better get the fuck get away from me. Fuck Look, you! We have a car. We have, this is a road wheel over here, man. Can you please move the car? Everyone better stop fucking yelling at me right now. It's on that fucking moving. Can you please move your car? Thank you! Same thing to a fucking car owner. The park will care. Okay? I don't listen to you either. Shield? Listen, you short fucking piece of shit. Okay? Grow some fucking balls, baby. Grow some fucking balls. Shut the fuck up and leave. We're no, I'm not moving. Listen, listen you to you. You can talk all the fuck you want, all you fucking oh, Hawaiians. Okay. The white lady's fucking crazy. You can talk all the fuck that you want, you fucking motherfucker. Okay, it's enough. No, it's not enough. It is not blaming liberals and democrats for wearing a mask when really it's now just a store policy they don't like okay. they, there's no option there but but hear me hear this now uh the real reason why the real reason why i don't wear wear a mask or i choose not to wear a mask the reason why i don't like to wear a mask when uh when i was recovering from getting shot i i was forced to because i i didn't i couldn't i couldn't i, I didn't have use of one lung so I, I had to wear a mask and I had to have oxygen mm. pushed through me all the time. Now, I was told that I wasn't supposed to walk. Okay? That's critical news. I am at this point, I have one lung and I'm told I can't walk again. So me in my head, just being the, the person that I am, I always just say, fuck that. I don't care. I'm not going to listen to this doctor telling me that I can't walk. I'm going to fucking do it. Did everything in my power to wear the mask just to maintain the oxygen and the strength to put one foot in front of the other. And because of those moments in my life, to me, they are triumphant moments, but they are terrorizing moments. Hmm. I don't like to have something restricting my face, 
because unfortunately it puts me back in a state of survival mode. I don't know how to correlate that to the regular individual. Right. Now now again, that that's a legitimate beef. But we've got we've got people out here that again and see this that almost kind of makes this this Karen effect worse. Mm. Because prior to the masks, it was my chicken sandwich. Prior to that, it was, I don't like the way I was talked to. Someone enters an establishment. They have an interaction that they don't feel is necessarily up to par. And now they feel that they are entitled to some sort of compensation or that they're supposed to get something free or that there's... Now, that talk to the manager entitlement pitted up against, I damn near got blown away and barely could walk and I can't wear a mask for... It's weird because you got the Karen not wearing it because they just don't want to and they're quoting the Constitution or they're quoting the Charter of Rights and Freedoms is an absurdity. It makes their behavior all the more absurd. It makes them all the more absurd. Whereas you are just like, okay, yeah, there this is claustrophobic. This is a this is something there there's a uh, there's a, a method to the madness here. There's a reason, a legitimate beef of a reason for why I can't wear a mask. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. Yes, there you go. Versus, I don't want to wear it because I don't think I have to. I don't want to. It's a conspiracy. Fuck the or it's, COVID yeah, co- COVID, co- 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 COVID. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, the this second lockdown that we had really set people back, especially in Alberta. Uh, the farm belt got hit real bad. The restaurant and service industry got hit fucking bad. Why? Because the the hospital was... I remember the warning. Try not to get hurt. Try not to get into a car accident. Try not to find yourself slipping down the stairs. Why? The ICU is full. Yeah. And who's it full with? I didn't know it was real. I don't remember what bars I was at. That's that Karen effect. That's that carelessness. That irrationality. And when you have somebody behaving irrational like that. That's where I just landed this. Karen. Ken. You need to fucking stop being yourself. You need to fucking stop being yourself.
Constellations got people. Uh, <laughs> you gonna like this one? It's a typical case. Only reason I did it is because I'm a Scorpio. Only reason I did that is because I'm a Taurus. Hey, I can't help it. I'm a Leo. Those. Here's the fucking thing. Little known fact. Go talk to your local astrophysicist. Go call. Go go call the university. Go call anybody you feel you need to call. The constellations aren't fucking there. I'm not saying that the stars themselves aren't there. Yes, they are. They are definitely sources of light. They are stars. They are there. They're not going anywhere, and they've been there for a long time. But the idea that they formulate a picture, in the, that the universe has formulated a picture in the sky for you to relate to, to justify your motherfucking shitty behavior, might be even more entitled than the Karen fucking factor the, the, the idea that I'm a Scorpio, so I just treated this person like fucking shit. Like shit, yeah. Is absolutely absurd. I'm not even saying that constellations don't exist. It's that they never existed. This is something that was put together by farmers, astronomers, sailors for the purposes of navigation. And now exactly. you've decided to just be and, mouthy. And manipulate that in your own fucking way because you're selfish. <laughs> That's all it comes down to is you're fucking selfish. Stop being yourself. Stop being your fucking self. Stop being your Take yourself self. outside the box, quote unquote, <laughs> okay? And, and really look at it from a third person perspective. Look at yourself act on a day-to-day -day basis. Look at yourself from somebody else's fucking eyes and you'll see exactly what the fuck we're talking about. Stop being yourself, man. <laughs> it's referred to as pareidolia. Uh, that's when you look at something uh, like a uh, oh that cloud looks like a fire engine. That cloud looks like uh, that cloud looks like a kitty. That cloud looks like this. This piece of bread looks like Jesus of Nazareth. No, it doesn't. Uh, pareidolia is when you humanize or when you look at an image, an inanimate object, whatever. Could be marble slate. Sometimes people look at uh, like the the bark from wood. 
and they think that they see a face. It's crazy because a lot of times people will take that shit and they will run with it. They will run with it. Their bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios looks like fucking Rose McGowan all of a sudden. I've seen Jesus' face on a piece of toast. This toast is holy. That's what pareidolia is. It's when you look at an image and it looks kind of like something. So what your brain does is rather than try to figure out what this piece of fractal, fractal artwork has that effect. You look at it and you try to go and make it into something that it is or that it isn't. Now, that is essentially what brought about this whole constellation thing, is being able to look up at the sky, and if you stare at it long enough... Some shit. Yes, you can see some shit. Oh, there's that big bright star, it's in the north. There's the north star, so now there's the big... I mean, hey, it was used in the Underground Railroad. Slaves used to follow the Big Dipper. The Big Dipper would lead you north. Then you follow the North Star from there at its tip. So it's not... I mean, it even has historical significance like that. But at the end of the day, no, it's not there. There is not a bunch... I mean, those stars themselves are galaxies. They're solar systems. They're planetary systems that have hundreds of thousands of planets. They were not put there. They weren't put there for you. And for that, you got to fucking stop being yourself. You've got to fucking stop being yourself. The universe does not fucking rotate around you. you got to fucking stop. You're going to like this one, too. So there's a, there's a list of toxic personalities. Uh, toxic personalities. Yes. I am one of them. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's me. Okay, so the list of toxic personalities, uh, these are one of the most common ones. The Twisted, the Dementor. So the Dementor is somebody who tries to get you to unlearn what you've learned. Oh, dirty. I think that might be me, shit. That's, uh, I think I just did that. Uh, the Manipulator, the Envious, the Self-Absorbed, okay. the Victim, the Temperamental, and the Gossip. Uh, so those are some of the most common Woo! types. I'm not saying toxic personalities don't exist. A hundred percent they yes. do. They're, yeah. they're there, and they make your life suck. Yeah. But at the end of the day, people are people. But there is one personality out there. It's pretty new. That it's not on a list. I Uh-oh. think it should be. The person who thinks that everything is toxic. Oh, man. Damn. Damn, that is fucking dirty. You know what? Because I I just about almost put myself in that fucking category, man. Oh, shit. Just about everything is toxic, really, when you do fucking look at it. So what are we talking about, bro? Oh, all those categories are fucking toxic. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, the, when I, well, all, all the categories are toxic, yes. But you've got that one person that now they've decided to go down a particular path to really distance themselves from anything toxic, which is hard to do. But here's the thing. In avoiding everybody, because everybody has their own personality trait. Right. Some people don't stop talking. Some people don't talk at all. Right. There's communicators. Some people are quiet as fuck. Yes. Some people just want to be left alone. There's introverts. There's extroverts. There's the gambler. There's the alcoholic. And then there's the functional drug addict. Then you've got the person who's just the politician. You've got the expert. You've got the... You've got the athlete, you've got the, 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 art, um, the art aficionado, yes. whatever it may be. You've got all kinds of different personalities. And every single one of them has the potential to piss you off. <laughs> Absolutely. Equally. All of them do. All of them do. I, I don't even know where to start. I, like, I feel the fire burning in me. Yeah, and, like, so, just... so how do you exclude all that? You, you'd have to just become a fucking hermit or a recluse. Yes, I think that being an introvert has benefit me in a lot of those ways because I've been effectively able to shut out all of those types of individuals just because I am an introvert and I like to stay by myself. 
go on for a while because you know what personality is so deep and i myself at my age i'm still learning myself as yeah. well well, well and, and people's personalities change with their experiences over life too which is exactly what i'm learning right. i'm learning that people do change and that was something that i was i was naive to i always thought that in my head that if somebody is this way when they're 10 they're going to be like this when they're 20 mm. when they're 40 when they're 80. sometimes it can be true though yeah, I've seen I've seen that case where like someone I went to kindergarten with, I look him up on Facebook. I'm like, wow, you're that same, same Kool Aid lipped motherfucker, fucking, <laughs> fucking twat waffle that oh. just fucking pissed everybody off as crinkle he went. Tarts, crinkle tarts, crinkle yeah, tarts. Yeah, absolutely. The anti toxin personality can sometimes get out of hand because every uh, well, th- th- this is where I'm saying it gets out of hand. So everybody's toxic except that person and then you and then as soon as there's a disagreement or as soon as you don't see eye to eye suddenly you are now toxic and the anti-toxic person no i don't want that that's toxic that's toxic that shit the the pure ignorance and again entitlement of it to just be like you are you and you are toxic so get out of my life but no we just live differently you're you're absolutely right because from their standpoint they they think that there's a certain way to be or there's a certain way to feel. So if you are immediately not in that cri- uh, criteria, you are a quote unquote toxic person. You are bad. You are no good. You are a negative Nancy. Think the worst, like, I just, I don't know. You, you could fuck off. That's all. <laughs> and you should just stop being yourself. Really. Well, it's, it's, it seems like there's a real lack of empathy because there's this desire to not understand other people. I Cause like, I get it. I, I'm kind of at that point too, and I think it's just coming as I'm getting older. Where I'm it just is, like, it's the age. You're yeah, yeah. As, as as I get older, I'm like, okay, I understand why that person did that. Whereas before, I would have just been like, no, no, fuck them. I'm right, they're wrong. I, I can take a step back from that. And as I get older, I'm, I know that with age, I'm kind of more, a little more empathetic, but a lot less patient. Yeah. So I'm kind of at that point where where I'm saying to myself, I'm just going to be choosy about who I interact with in the first fucking place. I'm going to be choosy about who I interact with in the first fucking place, who I decide to associate with, rather than bring in wave after wave of person, have to sift through them, yep. pick and pick and pull yep. what parts of their personality I do and don't like, exactly. only to just ghost them and step out of their fucking... Step, Altogether. Step out of their shit, cause a problem while I do it. Oh my God, I've done it so many times. <laughs> So many times where, where, where I thought I was going to... I don't know if I'm on the right fucking track here, bro, but, but like... Oh, you are. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I've done this so many times where I've taken the time to learn an individual, to understand them, to be empathetic, and, and, and to fully embrace who they are as an individual, mm. only to weeks later just go in. <laughs> um, you know what? It's just not my cup of tea right That's now. I just fan- don't feel like fucking with you. That That's is it. That is fantastic artwork, but you need to get the fuck out of my house. That's it now, yeah. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Uh, this one kind of actually almost attaches itself to. Uh, I know. Um, I, I know that uh, usually the anti-toxic personality who needs to stop being themselves. It's like, it's like they jump from one ship to another. There's. It's been a big new trend lately. Is spiritualism. Mm-hmm. Where someone they because left, religion doesn't cut it anymore. So you religion doesn't religion to, doesn't cut it anymore. Now now it's now you need some healing crystals. Exactly, you need some healing crystals. You need to go and burn this herb in your house because some Scandinavian Chai shaman said to do it. It's weird because when I look at it, I see okay, you just ditched on Jesus and went to crystals. Yeah, 
all you did, as far as I'm concerned, is you just went from cocaine to crack. That's really all you That's really it. fucking you just, you did. You just switched it up. That's it. Well, it's exactly. one. It's it's one dependency to another. Right. Is the problem. Uh, someone we actually know. Uh, we'll leave them. <laughs> we'll leave them unnamed. No. I oh don't no! I know. I know, I know, I know. This is why we No, no, because I like, because, no. We agree. No, because she's been nice. Okay. She's been nice, that's why. But you'll probably know, uh, she was that dancer over at Diamonds. Okay. She was dating dude there for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that didn't exactly Mm. work out. Um, So, yeah, so uh, I'd gone back there way before it closed down. A friend of mine just, he was in town, and he's like, oh, yeah, what's the strip club in the city? There's no strip clubs where I'm at. So I took him there, sat at the same old table. Oh, Jesus. Same old table, and lo and behold, there she was. Get out of here, seriously? Oh, yeah, she was still there, man. She was still there. Uh, She's not, she doesn't do it anymore. She she quit. She retired. But uh, she came over, uh, super nice. Sat down, as usual, chatted it up, was uh, just catching up about things she's been up to. Seems to be taking a real healthier turn in her life, which is good. Good for her. I mean, she was still there, but whatever. Uh, took a bit of a healthier turn in her life, and, and I noticed right away that like her wrists, from her wrists all the way up, halfway up her forearms, on both arms were all these bracelets with the crystals on them and shit. All the healing crystal bracelets. And she's going through it explaining which one does. This one's for good fortune. It's two-toned on one side. This side wards off bad luck. This side brings good fortune. All I saw was a two-for-one sale there. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry, that's all I saw. That was a two-for-one sale at whatever spiritual shop you're at. And it's one of it's one of a million. Then it goes into the jade. Then it goes into the ruby. Then it goes into the different, uh, the different types of stones and amethyst crystals. Goes and opens her purse. Has a Ziploc bag. Full of shit. Full of crystals. Oh my god. Full of fucking crystals. She's breaking it off and smoking. I'm like, holy. <laughs> she's, she's breaking the rocks off and smoking that shit in the back. Oh man. Yeah, I, well, I, I I thought about that. I'm like, am I about to buy something here? Like, what's what's going on here? But it was like in a Ziploc bag and kept off. And there was an explanation for all this. And that I keep this in my home. And I don't keep a mirror near my door because I don't want the bad. Uh, because it, it allows fortune and health to escape through the front door. I'm listening to this. I'm just like, how did you go from being Thuggerella to all of a sudden Yoko Ono in a fucking heartbeat? Again... That's how someone chooses to live, but it made me look into it a little bit more. And crystal, mycrystallaura.com, this is how ridiculous some of the shit is. Mycrystallaura.com has ruby and sugarlight, emerald, and tiger eye for sale to ward off your schizophrenia. See, look. $59.95. If, if I could just, like, weigh in on that, all I can say is that people look for things to idolize and things to follow. So once Jesus doesn't do it for you no more, mm-hmm. once that belief in um, the Sunday dinner and the sacrament and all of that starts to fall away from you, you become, you know what, I'm gonna find my own self-healing. And you look for things to try to- That suit, suit your narrative. Almost. Yeah, that's it. That's all that it is. You're absolutely right. People are so fucking pathetic that they can't really just formulate thoughts on their own. You're, on, you're on it because I've watched people go from Jesus to Buddha to Allah back to Jesus again. And then I've watched, them, I've watched them go from one religion to another only to go and find out that this entire time they were just like a Gnostic. Maybe there's a God, maybe there exactly. isn't, but I'm just going to carry myself as a good person. Exactly. I'm going to try to be the best person I can just in Whoa. case. You know, that's 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 kind of where it is. Yeah. But I got this little tidbit because uh, it, it's strange the, the mention of the switching from, and our generation is doing this. 
our generation right now goes for because we have the ability and the uh, access of information online yeah. to go from One from here to, to there to here to there. Our attention spans are so short yes. as well Absolutely. that that yeah sure uh, Jesus didn't speak, God didn't speak, Yahweh didn't speak, Allah didn't speak, Odin didn't speak. Br- Odin didn't speak. Brahma didn't speak, yeah. Vishnu didn't speak, so we can bounce from one idea to another. It kind of almost comes down back to the healing crystal thing. It's another system of belief. Share this thought: uh, to believe in something, you uh, in order to believe in something, you have to suspend what you know is possible or impossible in favor for the expectation of an outcome. And this actually leads to something that is a little bit concerning: uh, the topic of psychosis or psychotic breakdowns. As a result of religion. Let's go and take an ordinary person. An ordinary person. Ordinary thoughts. Job. Family. Whatever. Whatever. And more or less. They're intelligent. They got your average intelligence. They have a built in logic. And we all do. We know that gravity exists. We know that's oxygen you're breathing. We know what happens if you jump off a cliff. Or lay down on the autobahn. We know what's going to go and fucking happen. But in order to believe in things. You have to suspend that logic and that common sense in order to accept that something else is possible, even if it may never happen. So in other words, you have to delude and dilute your own logic with hope. And as a result, religion has a long historical track record of psychosis and mania uh, and even prolonged uh, psychotic episodes. You get the people talking in the tongues. You get the people who uh, flog themselves. Well, those are extreme situations. Here is somebody that we know that has gone and jumped over into the spiritual realm. Still, nice person. But I actually disconnected contact with this person because of a dispute over QAnon. So they've gone down the spiritual realm, which means that they have accepted that they'll suspend their understanding of right and wrong and how things go they'll suspend their belief of gravity under the understanding that an angel can fly even though the bible has never described angels as having wings they still got that image in their head and they decide to run with it uh now you've got this QAnon thing where they believe there's baby eating politicians uh and and they do it out the back of Oh, fucking Pizzagate, doing it out the back of the Cosmo pizza joint and the homosexuals and the celebrities and the fucking uh, this and the that. They're all involved in it. She started this long dispute with me on in my inbox. Again, it was just political sparring, but I could see where she's at. She was on the, you're toxic because you don't believe what I believe. I like to, at this age, and, and this is part of what we're even doing this podcast for is, I like to go with what I know, not what I believe. I would love to believe in a God, but all evidence shows me elsewhere, uh, otherwise. I would love to believe that a little uh, trilobite or a fossil or a piece of ruby or a gemstone will take away some sciatic nerve when I've been gaming out for too fucking long. But I just know otherwise it won't because the science tells us something else. When you have these people that go down these paths, that they will just believe what they believe despite other evidence. I find that they become kind of difficult people. Not difficult not to try to control them, not to try to get them to say what I want to hear, nothing like that. I don't need them to satisfy me. 
I find that they just become difficult people in the sense that it's like, you have these thoughts. You really do believe that news anchors are eating babies to try to get the power out of their blood, which is actually an ancient anti, uh, anti-Semitic anti myth prior to, uh, prior to World War II. Uh, so I'm looking at this shit and I'm like, you really do believe this, don't you? And because it's so damaging to relationships, because it's so damaging to reputations, you need to fucking stop being yourself. Stop being fucking, your fucking stop self. being your fucking self right now. Right fucking. Stop now. fucking being yourself. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, next week. www.stop.com. Wait for it. We ought to do that as a business, man. I like that. Yeah. We ought to no. We no. We ought to like just go and like open up a website, start selling little vials of holy water and shit. Fifty nine ninety five. It's like water from the uh, the North Saskatchewan yeah, but, River. And we could make a fucking whole shitload of money on it. But then, at what point is someone going to create a civil case against us, saying that we're doing some shit, and then we get targeted well, and then hit? Because you then have to prove that holy water from the River Jordan can cure your fucking cancer. Yeah. And there's no case for that. Yeah, but no. Patent pending. No, Patent pending, you motherfucker. Whoever you are, you need to stop doing what you're doing. That's our business plan. Let me we're tell rip, you this. We're ripping, off, we're ripping off the Vatican. You stay out of this shit. I have a cup of water right here. <laughs> this cup of water is a normal cup of water. Until this one man comes and says a bunch of words on it. And it becomes holy. Yeah, it's suddenly holy because... And Kiss it, my ass! Oh, and fuck it, off. But, but I have to go the same way with crystals too. Fuck I, off. I think, I think that that might be a good investment. Not a major investment. But just start. Let's do it. Because you know how much money we could actually make on dumb motherfuckers? Oh, man. I'd start, I'd start at the strip club. Those hey. little vials. <laughs> Dude, we got those little vials. <laughs> we got little vials. You got we, little vials. We um, have different sizes. <laughs> Absolutely. Fucking start selling holy water and crystals. There oh, it is. Doses of ruby. And and here's the thing, too. But this is the trick. How, how does one even verify that, like... I mean, you know how you have, like, iron pyrate, like gold? Right. Fake gold is yeah. iron pyrate. They look identical. Yes. They weigh identical, but it's just the, the properties part. properties yeah, are different. The properties are different, right? How do these people even know that the gemstones and crystals that they are have... Are even fucking real, I know. You dumbass motherfucker. You're telling me that this purple fucking rock that's got some jagged edges on it, you're... No, it's fucking not. This is rock. I'm going to bust your fucking head in here in a second. That's what's going to happen. Man, they got some... I'm looking... You know, I'm at uh, my mycrystallaura.com. They're talking about the, the schizophrenia and crystals. I'm looking... They, they got pendulums. They got crystal bracelets. They got crystal eggs, crystal hearts. crystal cock ring. That's what I want. Give me a crystal <laughs> cock ring. There's got to be a crystal for that, right? To heal your sexual prowess, right? You know what I mean? Like, give me that to like... Invigorate. You know, know, there's only one way to find out, and that is to contact us. <laughs> that is to contact my crystal. I'm just wondering who the fuck Laura is, and I I have a feeling that okay, phone us between 10, 10 a.m. and three p.m. Monday to Friday. Australia, that's down under there, right? Oh, that's we're going you... to Bendigo. That's, that's we're going you know to it's... fucking Bendigo. We're gonna fucking die. <laughs> that's how you know it's real. We're gonna fucking die in Bendigo. <laughs> Boy, Jason Ellis, another abusive girlfriend. Fucking Yeah. Stop being yourself. Episode three. Here's one that uh, you all folks on the right, you're going to love this one. White fascist BLM crowds. 
We were talking about the Miguel Guapo here. We are talking about this actually uh, uh, just before we started recording. We are just getting some technical shit figured out. Everybody saw that video during the Joy- George Floyd riots. There was so much information. There was so much happening. I think my favorite... Oh, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Comes out with the, comes out with the brew. Yes, sir. Um, salute. Everybody... Salute. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, I remember seeing uh, uh, my, my number one highlight from that. I mean, other than the fact that it was tr- the, the whole fucking thing was tragic, and it sucks that that was it. But my my highlight, where I might just draw, my jaw dropped, was when down uh, down in New York, this guy with a skateboard went running at the cops. White dude with a skateboard went postal with a. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna post it on our Twitter. You'll be able to see it. I'm gonna find the video. There was a lot of crazy shit that was happening, but at some point, you can see that shit just kind of starts going off the rails. It stops being about police brutality. It starts being about something else. It was uh, Malcolm X that actually said, "A riot is the language of the unheard," and yes. I get that. There's lots of unheard people outside of the black community or the Latinos. There are white people who feel that they're unheard as well, and absolutely they are. The the, the what really divides and separates us is. Who has the money and who doesn't? That's really all it boils down to. But I'm watching white dude with a skateboard. I, that was just pure entertainment to me. I'm sitting back there just kind of giggling. But I'm watching it and uh, I'm seeing this video clip. Not sure what city it was. But there's a woman sitting there just eating dinner. She's just eating. She's eating at a cafe outside. There's the, the, the streets are all backed up. Police are everywhere. National guards everywhere. SWAT teams, TAC teams, dogs. I don't know how you just, I mean, I got to give her balls. Like she's got some, she, she gets some fucking brownie points. I think that in the middle of all that shit, you decided to have a, like, just, <laughs> you decided to sit down and have dinner while America is falling apart around you. <laughs> I got, you got to give her props for that shit. I mean, how, how, how much, uh, how many, how much kahunas must you have to be like, People are getting shot. Rubber bullets are flying around. Tear gas is flying around. I'm going to sit down here and order a panini. I mean, you might think it's stupid for her to even be there, but I'm just going to go and say, you ordered a panini in that shit. Fucking enjoy that shit. Um, While she's trying to enjoy this, this sandwich and a coffee, all white, raging BLM crowd, not a black face in sight, goes up to this woman they lean over her and they start getting in her face. Very intimidating, very antagonizing. She asks to be left alone. They won't do it. And they're demanding that she goes and puts her fist in the air. She, they demand that she goes and puts her fist in the air and says the phrase, say Black Lives Matter. And she's sitting there chewing food. But why? As if, does this woman really need to even... Does she even need an explanation? Does she really need to explain what? I mean, she's eating dinner. For all you know, she could have pile-driven or, or, or power-bombed uh, uh, a tack team member earlier. For all you fucking know. She's just trying to fucking eat. She's or, just trying to eat. or she's diabetic and she needs to stop right then and there 
and put some food in her body her and therefore yeah. leave her the fuck alone. Let her fucking do her thing. Yeah. And here's the thing is, it's videos like that that give ammunition to the other side crowd. When the other side goes and says, you Democrats, you liberals, this is what you stand for. This is why we need Trump. This is why we need somebody like him. This is why we need to go and put forward our bills and our laws and our policies and ignore the fuck out of everything that you got to say and everything that you're about and, and basically do things that work against the best interest of other people. They use that ammunition and they sell it to people who just simply don't fucking know any better. They do this. In turn, this begets more anger. This begets more, more cops dropping folks. This begets more forgotten lessons. And for that, white fascist BLM members, you need to fucking stop being yourself. I will say this. You know that while all those white people were raging... <laughs> You know while all those white fascist BLM members were raging? Somewhere out there in the ether, Richard Pryor's spirit was dancing, laughing his fucking ass off. You know he was. You know he You know he came back to get some. And he did it and he had a little bit of powder by his nose. That's all I'm saying. What, what was that that uh what was that that uh uh Paul Mooney said? Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman, she came she came back to get hers. She came back as Oprah to get hers. Yeah. <laughs> there, that was Richard Pryor yeah. coming back to get his. On that note, too, in our last word segment for uh, episode two, uh, I had mentioned some of the changes that were made to the Academy Awards. Uh, there was a standard A and a standard B. One had to do with staffing. The other had to do with the actual talent. In order to be considered for an Academy Award moving forward as of 2020, you had to have certain representations. In other words, your plot line has to be about a woman. It has to be about somebody of an underrepresented, an underrepresented uh, ethnicity or group. It had to have LGBTQ undertones to it. It had to be directed by somebody from one of those communities. <sighs> you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the fucking man. That's the man right there. One of the leading astro, uh, one of the leading astro science, astrophysics minds in the world. There's no way you can't not respect this guy. Got the mushroom, uh, got, sorry, got the mustache and got the fro. Got that fire, got that power, proudly walking around being himself. Women love this guy too on top of it. You, you, you know, you know the type. They fucking love this guy. Everybody loves this guy. He's respectable. He's intelligent. I'm going to use that as an example of black excellence. It's intelligence. It's hard work. He became who he was. I would hate to think that the next Neil deGrasse Tyson, that the next Sammy Davis Jr., I'd hate to think that the next Michael Jackson or that the next uh, Janet or that the next... Um, Muhammad Ali. The next Muhammad Ali... The next anybody, the next great act, black actor of our time, comedian, musician, athlete, is there because we changed the rules to force them to be there instead of them going through the path that they took to become the power figure that they are. I mean, I'll specify what I, what, how I feel about that. I'm not saying that we sh that we shouldn't. We should have fairness, 100%. There's no reason that anybody should be excluded. But I don't think it's going to help any kind of movement or any kind of development. I don't think it's going to help the progression of any community that uh, that is underrepresented. To now 
create the, and stimulate this anger that we had to take a crowbar and pry them to get in there. It should simply be a matter of, here is a story, this is what it's about. I wrote a short screenplay. The person I had in mind was Asian. Wasn't a kung fu story, no. Had nothing to do with martial arts. That was just how I envisioned that character. Nobody made me do it. I just arrived at that independently. This person in my head, I don't know why, but I feel that they're Asian. And I'm going to now go and do the research into that to go and make sure that everything about this uh, doesn't make them a stereotype, uh, but at the same breath, that we don't deny that this person is Asian. Second screenplay, it's a white and a black person are the two main characters. Doesn't matter. No, nobody made me do that. Nobody forced me to do that. No, I, I wasn't thinking about the equal train. I don't think I, I don't think that black excellence is something that's going to be forced. I'm proud to go and see black businesses, black corporations like uh, West African Dagnote, which is making all kinds of trade deals with Europe, uh, the European Union, and Russia. They are uh, uh, West Africa is not what you think it is anymore. It's something else. There's business, there's development, there's research and development. And none of that came because the rules changed so that we had to invest in Dagnote. China invested in them because they were there. They established something because people got together and pooled their money and worked. They worked together as a collective. And for that, for you who keep trying to change the rules to go and force so that it's a handout rather than... Uh, rather than the merit that these people deserve. When we do have the Muhammad Ali's, he knocked his way out to the top. Nobody said you're now getting a participation medal when he finally did lose a match. No, he is the fucking greatest. DeGrasse Tyson is the fucking greatest. Nobody, nobody should be handed some sort of way. And for that, white fascist BLM, not you, Richard. <laughs> but for the, for the Academy Awards and the Academy, uh, the Academy in general, the Screen Actors Guild, Go fuck yourself. Stop being yourself. Stop being your fucking self. You need to stop being yourselves as a collective group and organization. You need to stop doing it yesterday. Stop being yourself. This one, a little bit closer to home. Uh, a friend of mine, somebody who is uh, who I've known for, for quite a few years, uh, Ayla, really cool girl. I've noticed that she's used her social media platform to bring a lot of, uh, not so much activism, but uh, she's used it to raise awareness for indigenous issues. I gotta say, I was, I was really proud of her. I was really proud of her to go and do this. She's very consistent. Not preachy, but consistent. Very logical with what she has to say. And then it all came to an end. <laughs> uh, I sent this long uh, message. It was uh, several paragraphs where I, I was really rebuking her for what she was doing. Uh, she brought things to my attention that I didn't know about. I'm just like, whoa, that is messy. And then I did the research and backed it up. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, this is fucked up. There should be some type of change in legislation. There should be programs. There should be this. There should be that. Good. You achieved what you set out to do. But then I saw this one post and I, I just kind of saw a change. I, I'm not going to be too critical of this person because, like I said, they, they are like they're putting in a solid effort to be a good person. But I saw this shit and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Uh, the post basically read. Uh, if you don't be offended if I shut down the conversation about my life as a BIPOC artist, I should be paid or receive some type of compensation for the telling of my story. Now, I get it. You're an artist. You consider yourself to be an artist. For those who don't know what BIPOC is, it's uh, Black, Indigenous, or Person of Color. That's the acronym for it. And once again, I'm all for these communities to get the word out, raise awareness. Let's hear what the fuck is going on. 
it's not me that needs to, I mean, while I'm taking the information in, it's not me that you need to change my mind. There's some arrogant ass motherfuckers out there. And sometimes a story is all it will take to change their perception. What we were talking about, people change. People change over time. They may not be the same as they were. And sometimes listening to things, just listening or hearing things will change it. To go and now put a price on that, sure, that's going to work with your supporters and your friends, but you're missing the whole point altogether, dear. You're out there trying to get people who already don't give a fuck to suddenly drop coin on how you feel about things. That just ain't the way. That just ain't the way. So I started going on Twitter looking up the term BIPOC artists and lo and behold, I came across a lot of that. Where there's, it's not coming in the form of a book. It's not coming in the form of an album. We're talking about general conversation. People are trying to sell conversations. I'm like, you know how many times you're going to have to go and tell the story and get paid? before you've made a difference in someone's life you know what tony robbins been doing it for a long time and last time i checked that motherfucker don't look too good his bank account ain't looking too good his health ain't looking too good his uh his social celebrity status isn't looking too fucking good either he's a struggling dude and this is a guy that we know for the past 20 30 fucking years been talking that positive shit it's recommended you take in 2,000 calories a day just McDonald's breakfast alone is 1500 McDonald's, you need to fucking stop being yourself, man. You need to fucking stop being yourself. That's it. McDonald's, you got to stop fucking being yourself. That's unfair. <laughs> that is fucking unfair. I am not happy with this conversation right now. No. Don't. Don't fucking stop it. I want the Big Mac sauce. If I ask for a double Big Mac with cheese, put that bitch on there. Like, okay, but did you see what they put out? I, I think I put it on my Facebook. I think you actually commented on it. It was it was a while back. So uh, you can now buy a tub of melted cheese. Like their cheese comes in a melted state, a saucy melted state, so that you can purchase it as a not just as a little side dish. We're talking like a butter container size thing. The intent- so what? What am I gonna do? Cheese whiz it on my sandwich? No, you take your. <laughs> You take your McDick's burger, your cheeseburger, your whatever, and, and you, you just dip, dip it in. You dip it in there and you dunk it in. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I'll show you. I'll show you right now. This is it's crazy. That's just about as disgusting as when they created that one. It was a burger. Okay, I can't remember what. Okay, I mean they a, a created piece of so chicken, much shit. A piece of chicken with a patty in between, with a piece of bacon on top. And oh, that was that chicken. was that was uh KFC. The 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 the, the, the double down. Oh my. God. You end up with double down syndrome. Okay, oh there, yeah, there, there, there it is. There it is. So that's what you do with it. What? That's Stop. what you do with it. And then America wonders why they have an obesity problem. Which COVID-19 attacked first? They attacked seniors. They attacked Heavily. Major, big time. Like fucking, I mean, I'm looking, I'm just looking at that. It's just not appetizing. That might may, may like for a split second be like, oh, cool, I want to try that. But like. Uppercut to the gut, Instagram yeah. and Twitter, you can see the picture. I'm going to put it up after Yeah, this. we got to do it. That's fucking and, disgusting. And tell, I mean, I, I actually want to know. Hit us up and tell us. Have you eaten this fucking, this culinary abortion? Have you fucking eaten this disaster? I'll tell you, as far as I've gone, is I, I, I've got the Big Mac sauce in the squeezable thing. Oh, no. Okay, how did that go? How, how did that, how is it? It's not good. It's not, <laughs> no, it's not the same. <laughs> I was highly fucking disappointed, man. I 
But I smoked a lot beforehand, thinking that it was going to put me in the same state that I would before I enjoy a Big Mac. No. And when I put it on my burger and I sat down, first of all, my fries fucking tasted like shit, so it didn't help my meal. Oh, yeah. Then I took a bite of my burger, thinking that the burger was going to help with this magnificent sauce. And the sauce let me down so bad, I almost didn't want to even finish my meal. Jesus Christ. So I just told wifey, you're not allowed to buy that shit no more. I'm sorry. (laughs) No more. There's just some things that just shouldn't be meddled yeah. with. Like, look, like, look at the look at their action shot. So you know how they do a slow motion action shot. Mm-hmm. It's almost as bad as like that, uh, like Doritos nacho cheese. How do you feel about that? The like Doritos nacho cheese, I haven't tried. I haven't actually tried. I've it. never done that shit. Uh, and even uh, like you go to like Seven Eleven or Circle K or whatever, mm. you got the pumps. Oh, okay. That's that's immediate diarrhea. That's X-Lax in cheese form. That's what that is right there. I knew a guy that would go every day and faithfully buy taquitos and get a whole tray full of just that cheese sauce. No. And he couldn't figure out why he was shitting like water. Oh, man. That's what happens with McDicks and me. That's why I try. I've stopped. I've tried my best. I mean, every so often you just get that that craving. Is I there, need yeah. this fucking. It's a Mac attack. I'm not gonna lie. When I leave here, I'm probably gonna have that craving. You motherfucker! I know. You god damn it! Stop being yourself. Stop. <laughs> stop being your fucking self. You Guapo, know? stop being <laughs> your fucking. Self. It's, it's crazy too because like there's there's so many uh, there's so many new like oh fuck look at this look at this KFC's got the the oh col- Colonel god. grilled cheese. Breakstones, cottage cheese. Layers and layers of fat you just airy. Just oh, just man. take the burger. Just take a regular burger, man. You're good. And you know, this is what I'm wondering. How the fuck do you order this shit and go in there and ask to talk to the manager and shit? <laughs> Full circle. Full fucking circle. How do you order this shit and then go in there and get demanding with the, the 15-year-old that this is their first day on the fucking job. They're ordering fries and flipping burgers. And somehow you're expecting the Waldorf Astoria-style treatment. I, I, how, how, do you, how do you arrive at these conclusions? How do you do it? Um, entitlement. That's, that's the word we're looking to place. Oh, in, 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 it kinda entitlement. Se- it kind of seems, even as I go through a lot of these things that we've discussed it. And let it, me clarify, entitlement doesn't have anything to do with race, religion, no, anything like that. No, no, that's on an individual yeah, level. It's, exactly. it's usually on an individual level, but uh, individuals do tend to go and look for people of like-mindedness. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at any of the Karen videos, that uh, Karen or Ken, that man or woman yeah. who just had a, a fucking mental breakdown, breakdown over yeah. over chicken wings or the fact that someone is just present, they then had to go home and look at their husband or wife or a family member. I mean, a family member, you don't have a choice, but they have friends and shit and friends that agree with what they what their sentiments yeah, are. Yeah, their feelings, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, it, it, no, it doesn't, it doesn't always break down to, uh, you're right, it doesn't always break down to race or anything like that. Uh, but uh, it, it kind of seems like the central theme is entitlement. It is. It and is. it's the entitlement that does need to stop more than necessarily just a particular behavior. Because the, the Karen can effect is entitlement. Yes. Somebody who is shutting down other people 
because they believe them to be toxic, even though really they just, they're of a different faith, they believe something different, or um, they, they just don't agree with you. If that is an entitlement, I don't know what is. The fascist white BLM folks, ruining it for the real cause. You guys are ruining it for me. You're ruining it. When I go anywhere and I see a group of white motherfuckers wearing BLM or... There was a guy driving through fucking my, my, my town and he had a pickup truck. He had a BLM sticker on the back of his fucking truck window. I thought to myself, this gotta be a fucking Negro driving this truck. <laughs> when this guy pulled up at the stop sign, it was a fucking white boy that didn't even look like he reached 23 yet. His hair is fucking plopping out, airplaning out the side of his fucking hat and he's ripping Talking about Black Lives Matter. How are you going to tell me that that's a representation of me and my skin tone? You're you're hurting me, man. You're hurting me. Stop it. I'm if you all, truly I'm all, care. I'm down with the support. If you're yeah, I'm down with the support too. I fucking yeah. love it. But please, you're you're fucking hurting me. When I have to walk into Sobeys with my white woman and my half breed children, and I get looked at like the fucking clown. You hurt me, man. Stop that shit, bro. I don't know. You know what's really good? You know what's really good? Uh, Woodford Reserve whiskey is really good, and uh, smoked salmon is really good. You know, they, I they, fucking they, love the smoked salmon with a, with a nice whiskey. I fucking love that. Yeah, they, right. they pair together really, really they nicely. Do. And and you know the thing is, is we just told you we we just both agree that we like uh, Woodford Reserve and smoked salmon. But you motherfuckers with the beards and the man buns that are making it into a fashion statement, you need to stop motherfucking being yourself. <laughs> Stop being yourself. Yesterday, today, tomorrow, for out, forever, for now. Just because you have a man bun, just because you use Pantene Pro V, and you have no dandruff. Okay, doesn't make you Fabio. So stop acting like you can do yoga and eat sushi and be okay with that shit. And then two days later, wear Timberland boots and a plaid jacket. Stop. Stop being yourself right now. Now, actually, here is, uh, <laughs> on that note, uh, so beards may be totally in, but they're also very dirty and hazardous to human health, according to a recent study. Yep. A new study found that every sample of beard hair collected was crawling with bacteria. Yep. Everything from bugs to fecal to yep. to saliva to other people's saliva. And bacteria co uh, consideration uh, is, uh, is considered hazardous to human health. Uh, that is present in your beard. Absolutely. And for some reason, I don't know who you are, but you letting this dude eat your ass, go and serve some fucking salmon, and you settled for that shit. I'm sorry. Seth, you gotta stop being yourself. I, I, I got I got fucking lost Seth, here. Seth we were Nolan talking about smoked salmon, and now we're eating Because ass. those motherfuckers love their smoked salmon and fucking Woodford Reserve, but they wear it on their fucking face as a statement. Go seriously. Go go and find me a motherfucker with a man bun and a beard that isn't wearing a plaid shirt, fitted jeans, and sitting around uh, around a fireside exactly. grill with sap. Shave that shit, man. You got fucking. You eat. You, motherfuckers are out here eating ass that's in your beard even after you shampoo that shit. You know what? Because you're making guys like that have a beard like me fucking hurt because yeah, but you got you got to you got to maintain yeah, close. but I also shaved that shit down like four yeah, inches. Yeah, that like, shit's down tight. But I'm saying there's a lot of these motherfuckers who are just brought up wrong and they're <laughs> unhygienic, and those are the guys who ruin it. They got some fly bitches though. Do man. you know how many? I, I don't walk my life admiring another man's stature, okay, or how he looks, his credibility. I don't. I find I find that's a vice in life. There's a lot of that too. There's I, a lot of that. 
I see so many men with immaculate beards. And then I hear statistics like this and go, what? These guys that I watch on YouTube about self-care grooming tips and I'm subscribed to these motherfuckers. No, because they can make it look good. Oh but just God, because you got dude. you got pomades and shit. But uh, So a 2015 study claims that most beards are as dirty and bacteria-filled as household toilet seats. A local news station conducted the study in which several men's beards were swabbed and analyzed. I mean, I think I think this is this is okay. Look, if you are 2017, a, same shit. You're a beard grower. Okay, you're a male who grows a beard. It's one of two things: either yes, you like the look and you want that, you know, or you are lazy and you don't want to do your every two to three day shave in general upkeep to look like a normal citizen. But it's weird though because there there is but there is a side. Like, you, you've got, like, the fucking, uh, the almost shepherd-looking dude. Yeah. And then you've got the, the one very that... very trim, Yes, they got a pomade. Shape. But, I mean, it's still... It, essentially, from what I'm seeing, from uh, apparently any any amount of hair over an inch and a half right. is going to maintain... And when you think about it, too, it's like, why do armpits stink worse when you have pit hair? Because hair traps scent and odor and bacteria. Do we need to grass tie You know what? Right? I just like, I'm going to get into something real personal here and I'm just going to say this. <laughs> the only fucking hair on my entire fucking body, if it's not on my eyebrows, is my facial hair. There is no hair anywhere else. You cannot find back hair. You know why? I, I don't have back hair naturally. You know what I'm I know? so fucking I, Naturally, I, I'm very minimal hair as well, but I do. I grasp the concept that hair retains stench. I grasp that concept at such a young age. Before I was 16, I could say I was already shaving my balls. Already, <laughs> my baby nuts. Baby nuts. My little things, man. And I was shaving them because I just already done the research on, fuck, my armpits stink like shit, but I notice when I don't. When I shave that shit, it don't stink. Like, so let me try that on my balls. Wait a sec. Two weeks later, my balls don't stink. That's great. I can fuck ten, <laughs> ten times as many more bitches. This is what I learned. Unfortunately, I learned it the wrong way. But I learned it. I think general hygiene is a thing that is not taught enough to us as human beings. Sure, we're told to wash your hands for 20 seconds. When was the last time you fucking washed your hands yeah. for 20 fucking seconds? It, 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 it's actually funny that you say that because it, uh, when we're looking at even the way that some uh, some of the people that people are behaving, right. it kind of almost seems like there's something, some misconnection with education. There is. Right down to even basic civil rights. Yeah, man. How many, how many people... And, and you can put this to the test any day. Randomly walk into any family courthouse across this country or uh, especially especially Canada and the U.S. are number one for this shit. Walk into any courtroom. Sure, emotions are running high. We get that. Family, uh, family law is a tough spot. And you see judges that don't give a shit. Why? Because they're frustrated. You see lawyers that are trying to shut up their fucking clients because motherfuckers aren't educated on procedures and processes. They get into these situations. They walk in there and they think that they're just going to go and be emotional and tell their side or lie or whatever. They don't understand that their system is in, there's already systems in place to prevent that. It wasn't always. People's words meant something. But now it's like everything from mathematics Traditional mountain method mathematics is not even being taught anymore. No. I, I remember my kid was I so... I noticed this with my son as well. Yeah, yes. My kid was so frustrated with, with math in the third and fourth grade, like, to the point of tears. And then I'm like, well, show me what's wrong. Why are you arriving at a wrong answer here? Mm -hmm. And she showed me her process, and there's, like, this weird chart, 
and there's this circle thing, and it's like a timeline almost, there's these numbers, and then she's bouncing back and forth. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. How did you do that? Then I showed her Mountain Method. Just look, 24 plus 16. Put the 24 over the 16, and then add the numbers, carry the whatever. And she's like, oh. Because it broke it down to a matter of 4 plus 6, and then 2 plus 1 with whatever's carried over. Tears gone. For some reason, we seem to be backing off of some of our most basic processes. Basic. Basic processes, basic education, basic matters of etiquette. Yes. And I get it. People fuck up. People are young. Yeah. I've been young and stupid and gone in and tried to carry myself, walk in like a fucking G, walk out like a fucking dude that is wondering why he just got tossed out. Yeah. You know, uh, I've, I've been down those roads where egos have, uh, I've let my ego flare or fly or whatever. But when I go down and look at these things, I'm, I'm, I understand that people have their things that they do, but it almost seems like something's missing in our interactions these days. I don't know if it's just basic default respect or a basic matter of etiquette. Is it the education process? I'm really heavy into thinking it's the education. I'm really into thinking that our, our students are not taught things that are going to go and make dealing with each other a lot more easier. Japan there, you, you do not take a test. They spend, uh, sorry, until the second grade. They spend from age five, the pre, uh, pre-K and kindergarten years, up until the second grade working on etiquette and matters of being polite. I'm not saying we have to overthrow the system to go and do that, but why the fuck not? Really, bro, I, I, uh, I feel that us as a human race, we fucking suck because... We consistently overcomplicate and overanalyze and we're overcritical on every aspect. And this is why we, we have this ingrained in us to just just be that way. The kids, why isn't my son being taught how to manage his finances? I literally sat down with him yesterday at the fucking table and showed him the monies that he has mm-hmm. compared to the monies that he could generate. And I'm doing financial work with my son who's 10 years old and who has no idea of the concept, but he knows who Karl Marx is. It, and, and not I'm, that oh, he's even, not important. Even, even the value of a dollar, what a dollar carries. The simplicity and just the value in the dollar, bro, you're absolutely right. What the fuck? Why is my son not being taught how to save some money? How to maybe invest that money? How to obtain things in your life without having to go into debt? Why aren't our, aren't our children being taught that? I find it necessary in my household to teach my children these things. If you don't have the understanding understanding of these things by a certain age you can goddamn bet i will cut your ass off i think we're i think we're gonna feel a little bit of backlash and repercussion as this generation z goes into high school like as our kids generation yes, that were sure. the i feel it already. yeah the, the post 9-11 era kids yep. are going to really be confused when they get out and realize that Everything they thought about adulthood that they learned on TikTok ain't going to be it. Exactly. (laughs) Any last words? In the last segment, I mentioned a particular term called pareidolia. Pareidolia is a tendency that we have to find a known meaning in response to a stimulus. Common example would be perceiving a face or uh, an animal or some type of an object that you know what it is and seeing that up in the clouds or on a piece of slate or in a block of wood. Uh, For a long time we've done this, but it's very important to know that 
Pareidolia is not a mental disorder. It's not some sort of schizophrenic symptom. Pareidolia, rather, is a normal function of the brain. It's something that we all do. As people, we all look at things and try to categorize it and make it, make it simpler and similar to us so that we can better perceive and understand the environment around us. If we can identify or humanize or uh, objectify something that we see, it makes it a lot easier to function, or at least we feel somewhat safer. Pareidolia, in a way, is a sort of example of a delusion, but it's a delusion that we all do as a reflex, like a sneeze or a cough. But it's not the pareidolia delusion of looking up at the clouds that concerns me. It's rather the delusion that we face every single day. Each day, people all around the world wake up, get out of bed, relieve themselves, do whatever it is that they do in the morning. Then they, at some point, whether it be before they walk out the door for work, or whether it be just a simple going over or inspection of the features of their face, at some point or another, we all look in the mirror. And every time we do it, one of two things happens. We're either very hard on ourselves, we delude that we see things that aren't there, or are there, and make them out to be worse than they are, doubting on our own confidence, or we do the opposite. We get confident. We delude in ourselves. We narcissistically obsess with our possessions and our appearance and how we're going to go and accessorize ourselves. It doesn't matter which one you do. We all do it. At some point or another, there's nothing wrong with the confidence, having confidence in one's appearance, but there is an issue with deluding oneself, delusion of grandeur of some sort. Then there's, of course, the other person who kicks themselves every day needlessly. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. I'm too ugly. I'm too round. My jawline isn't the way it is. My hair doesn't look the way I want. I have a pimple. Whatever it may be, we're either too hard on ourselves or too good to ourselves. And it's this right here, this delusion of the self, that is completely evident in human behavior in the modern day. Rather, it's not the mirror in the morning, but the black mirror that we look at all day. Our devices, our computer screens, our cell phones. We look into this mirror and we go out there and put what's called, and this is an industry term, a super cell. We go out there with our photos and our selfies and our images and our posts, and we try to put out the, the image of ourselves that we want people to see us as. Sometimes it's as a clown, sometimes it's as an aggressor. Other times it's as being prettier than we really are, so we use filters or we edit and Photoshop so that we can appear to look better than we actually are in the hopes that we're going to have approval and affirmation from other people. It's in the middle of this behavior, this trying to be the best, trying to be everything, that we then start to go and divide ourselves into our little tribes. Our little lefts, our little rights, our little Catholicisms, our little Islams, our little China, our little Italy, our little soccer fan, our little uh, NFL uh, fantasy football teams. Whatever it is you go, whatever it is you do, know this. You surround yourself intentionally and indirectly with delusion all day. Not only are you doing this, not only are you self-deluded, but so are other people. It's only in working internally, it's only in gaining comfort, and it's only in looking within that we find a way to get past these self-delusions and to be honest with ourselves and to be honest with others. And that's part of the key of stopping being yourself. That's exactly what we mean. Even though we may have come off a little harsh today, what we mean exactly is stop being yourself in terms of stop being the self-deluded. Stop worrying about how you look. Stop worrying about how you think 
other people will perceive you and rather be you. Be your unapologetic self. Be honest. If you don't like something, don't smile and nod and continue to chew it. You don't need to be rude about it either. Being able to advance and develop ourselves as a people, as a society, requires two things. One, education. And two, the will to want to be more. Wanting to be more and self-delusion are not the same thing. Wanting to be more means you want to be a complete person, a complete individual. Wanting to self-delude means I'm just going to look at myself a certain way so that I feel better. And I want other people to see me the way that I feel so that I feel better. I think this comes to so many interactions that we have with people all the time. They're so hard on themselves or they're hard on others. Their insecurities get mirrored onto you. Their complexes and neuroses, their inability to communicate, their inability to be honest with themselves or to be honest with others, ends up working their way somehow into your schedule, into your bowling team, into your beer league baseball team, into the office, onto the job site. I think that what's most important is that we stop being so hard on ourselves, but also stop self-deluding, and in doing that, in accepting who and what we are, for what we are, as we are. We can begin to accept this as a regular practice, also begin to accept others in the same way. Stop being yourself. Stop being your super self. Stop being your fake self. Stop being entitled. Stop pointing the finger at other people well, your own faults and your own shortcomings rage in a wildfire around you. One of the indirect consequences of these self-delusions that we face, the pareidolia that we see when we look in the mirror and try to make ourselves into something familiar for ourselves, is we keep on finding ourselves in these categories. Because when you self-delude, you're essentially being something unoriginal. You're being something that you saw somewhere else, a carbon copy of some other idea, layer upon layer upon layer of influences and ideas and notions, all wrapped into this super self, this presentation, this soapbox platform pers uh, persona, a projection of who you wish you could be, is easier to categorize than who you really are and working through those complexities, which is how people keep getting drawn in. They get drawn into the left, they get drawn into the right, they get drawn into white supremacy, they get drawn into excessive wokeness, they get drawn into being heartless, and they get drawn into being selfish, they get drawn into being other people's personalities. Where's the limit? Where does it end? The notion of stop being yourself. It's not about you being apologetic or going back on things. It's about growth and development. It's about stop, take a breath, look around. Think, then think again. Think before you act. Think before you speak. Because whatever it is that you say and whatever it is that you do is going to come with a consequence or a benefit, one of the two, or something somewhere in between. The more you think, the easier it becomes. The more you think before you act, the less consequences you'll face. And if you still arrive at the same conclusion, if you still arrive that I have to wake up this morning and be that jackass, then go ahead. Be that jackass. Just don't be surprised about what the consequence is. Don't be surprised if someone lays you out. If you're just going to be a mouthy bitch, don't be surprised if at some point someone gets in your grill and shuts you up. Don't be surprised when people react to you being you. Which they're going to do anyways. But nine times out of ten, the real you is so much better 
than the pareidolic vision of yourself that you see in the clouds. That's the last word. Thank you for joining us, whoever you are, wherever you are, however you're listening to us. You could have been anywhere, but instead you're here with us. And for that, we thank you. (laughs) 